Hey everyone, welcome back to another new episode of Tea Time with Tommy Wrestling Podcast. On this week, we have an extremely amazing Halloween episode for all of you guys. So, first of all, cheers to that, a Halloween episode. Woohoo! Where's your tea, Norbs? <laughs> Got the water. Got the water today. Nice, nice. Anyway, so we're going to be talking about Halloween Havoc. So first off on our list of topics today is the Halloween Havoc 1992. So Norbs, do you want to take that away? Yeah, it's actually uh, one of my favorite um, Halloween Havocs uh, in WCW. Uh, you know, as an old school guy myself, uh, I, I always uh, watch those uh, uh, classic clips uh, back in the 1990s, and this is actually my personal favorite. Uh, it was the spin, spin the wheel, make the deal match uh, between Sting and Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, as you know, uh, Jake the Snake Roberts uh, came from the WWF back in the day, uh, and uh, he he came into WCW uh, in August of 1992, and uh, he began a feud with uh, the Stinger. Uh, he was the uh, the most popular character there in WCW. Uh, he was uh, beloved by the fans. And, um, yeah, they, they had a tilt uh, at the Halloween Havoc 1992, and there was uh, the gimmick match uh, uh, that uh, took place at the spin, the spin the Wheel Make the Deal match. Uh, so, basically, uh, you know, it, it's a wheel, and uh, there's a whole bunch of matches that, uh, that could have been a, a possibility uh, for them to, to wrestle uh, on another another an event, and um, it was actually the ended up being the coal miners glove match that uh, ended up uh, in the wheel uh, that they chose or, or whatever that the cho- uh, the the wheel chose for them. Uh, it was uh it was a heavyweight tilt between those two uh, back in the day, and uh, the sting the stinger um, winning that match. Uh, he was able to use the coal miners glove. Uh, against Jake the Snake Roberts, and um, yeah, it, and, and uh, apparently, like after the match, uh, Jake the Snake uh, uh, took out his uh, uh, his pet snake, <laughs> and uh, apparently uh, bit him on the face <laughs> uh, by accident. So um, yeah, I mean, Jake the Snake Roberts, like, a very methodical man. Uh, you know, he's always playing mind games with his uh, uh, with his mic skills and very um, sadistic individual back in the day. So. This was actually uh, one of one of my favorites uh, matches of all time in, in Halloween Havoc. It was it was pretty good, pretty good as well. Tommy, you have anything to say? Well, before we start, I have to uh, say something really quick. A little off topic. I want to. I wasn't called out or anything like that, but I, I want to apologize to Hikaru Shida out there for calling her boring. That's not what I meant. No one told me. No one called me out on it. No one was upset about it. But I want to say that because. Uh, that is like because I want to pause. I didn't mean she was boring. I just thought we needed new, like, uh, blood. That's all. But no, Hikaru Shida, you're amazing. Keep it up. And in the future, uh, I'm not. You guys know me. I'm not trying to like knock the the wrestlers, their talent, their person as who they are as 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 humans. Uh, that's not what I'm doing. If I do that, it's not about them and their talents. Just about the situation. So I just want to clear that up with everyone watching. So, yes, uh, apologies to Karushita. So, going on to this topic here, uh, spin the wheel. Yeah, it was really, if you could see it, it's so, it was like really corny acting. I'm not blaming Jake Roberts and Sting. Like, man, they're, they're legends, right? But the acting was, oh, man, like, spin the wheel, ha ha. And then Sting with like 
Well, you, let's go right now. I mean, like, what, what, what was going on? But that was, that was actually was fun looking back at that situation. And, uh, the spin the wheel, the coal miners match was epic and amazing. Poor Jake the Snake Roberts getting bit in the face by the snake. Wow. That must have hurt. Uh, I don't know how he did that. That's real. That's not fake, guys. That was absolutely real. Him getting bit in the face like that. So kudos to Jake the Snake Roberts with that. But yeah, that was like one of those epic matches back and forth. Uh, the young Stinger with the blonde hair. Love that Sting version, guys. He asked, That was the Sting back in the day. And yeah, it goes on as one of the top matches in Halloween Havoc history. Awesome. So Tommy, you just called Norb's favorite Halloween Havoc corny. <laughs> No, I said the acting was corny. I said the acting was corny. And you okay, have to Tommy. agree with that. No, they're amazing. Rather, <laughs> Hall of Famers. I'm knocking. See, I don't want people to think I'm, I'm knocking these guys now, right? No, 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 no. Like, they're uh, amazing wrestlers. Not their fault they're put into acting. Like, you know, they're, they're wrestlers. They're actors. And I just, you know, yeah. the t you know, when Sting was like, oh, man, what are you going to do? What do you think, Jake? Like, I mean, okay. Like, they had to, they had to prep these guys better. It's not their fault. <laughs> All yeah. good. I gotta Tommy. say the this is corny. It was corny that, you know the the gimmick. The gimmick ex itself was, was was pretty corny. Uh, you know because they always have to put up a, a cinematic scene for for these kinds of pay per views. But uh, yeah, it, it was a unique idea back then in, in WCW. Well, was that Medusa? By the way, was that Medusa? The blonde girl? Yeah, it was, was that Medusa. Her? Oh, in in man. that promo. Yeah, I feel bad for Medusa being forced into that promo. I guarantee she didn't <laughs> want to be in that promo. I, I mean, what the legendary Medusa was forced to do that promo? Well, I guess you got to go through the bumps and, to make it up there, right? That was before, I guess, yeah. she hit the top of her peak. But I mean, like, what was the bikers and the beers and the thudding of the tables, which was annoying, them just thudding every second. <laughs> like, I, it's not their fault. It was just corny. The whole thing was not. That's why WCW yeah. was sold. That's why WWE bought them. No improvisation whatsoever. Okay, okay, Tommy. Corny. So let's move on to the Halloween Havoc 1994. Tommy, do you think that one was corny? Oh, no. The match? I, there were no. The promo, uh, I couldn't really see, but the match was not corny at all. You had, oh my goodness, you had the guy with the mask with, uh, what was that? The, the, the pipe, Norbs? Is that what it was? Yeah, that guy walking around hitting uh, people with the oh, pipe. Oh, the, 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 mask, the mask oh. man or whatever. Yeah. I mean, Bobby yeah. Heenan completely was correct. He didn't know what was going on, man. Like, the match was going classic. And then all of a sudden, you see the mask. You see Hart pulling uh, Sherry Martell's pants down to show her underwear. You, you have uh, the mask guy hitting people with the baton. And then you have, uh, I don't know what was going on. And, then who, and then people were walking into the cage, interfering, Ric Flair. And then who's the other? There's another guy in there, right? North, another guy came in to well, interfere. I mean, Mr. T, Mr. T, Mr. Mr. T, T was handcuffed. Was referee. He was handcuffed. Yeah. I mean, it was it, epic. It was a, yeah. Go yeah, ahead. It was, no. a wild, it was a wild and crazy match. It uh, was like Hogan and Ric Flair. Like, you know, they, they, they never really had a good, like, main event status, uh, you know, uh, match when they were in the WWF. Uh, you know, it, it took them all the way to WCW to, to face each other in this kind of situation. So, yeah, Hulk Hogan beat up uh, beat up Ric Flair. And then uh, after the match, uh, Brother Brudai 
Brutus Beefcake. That was a shocker. Uh, attacked uh, Hulk Hogan. That yeah, was a that, shocker. That was the shocker of the night. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it it set up the the feud uh, with the Dungeon of Doom uh, at that time because uh, they yep. were a, a pretty like you know fierce faction back in the day. So I was really interrupted by Norbs there, but yes, I was going to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, man. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Norbs. But uh, yeah, what Norbs was saying, good point, Norbs. Basically, the Brutus Beefcake, shocker. I, uh, I didn't know that at that time when I was a kid. I just knew it was a cold steel cage match. But when I watched it uh, last night, wow, like, how shocking is that? Hogan literally couldn't even like get up. He was so shocked from that. Uh, Sting came to the rescue. But man, it, it was a shocker. And uh, man, I wish I was... Uh, we were uh, we were in our prime to watch those events, Norbs, because man, that would have been like, like I wish we could have done our podcast when that was going on. I'll tell you that much. But exactly, uh, yeah. But they didn't have any such corny acting. Maybe they would have lasted past two thousand and one. Corny acting. Mm-hmm. And even in that one, um, I see that you put in the notes that Mr. T was a special refer- referee that year. Yeah, it was handcuffed. Was a special the poor guy he was handcuffed. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine, like, you're a special yeah. referee that like, you're going to be handcuffed half half of the match? Like, come on, Hogan's that? longtime friend. <laughs> if, if I guarantee Hogan persuade because that was Mr. T. I'm like, I'm not getting handcuffed for half of the match. Like, what the heck? Or maybe that's a good idea. You can fall asleep and have a nice snooze until your time's up. You know, I want, <laughs> like, maybe Mr. T had a night during the whole time. But, I mean, man. Well, that... he added to the angle, that's for sure. It yeah, was, it was. Angle. If you guys really, really quickly, uh, uh, Brett and Norbs, if you look back, man, they had a lot of, uh, at that time, that's when the WCW was at its prime. Man. You had Flair, Hogan, Brudai, Mr. T coming special. Sherry Martel was there. Medusa was there. Jake the Snake Roberts was there. Like, I mean, talk about an era of amazing wrestling. If only the marketing team and their corny acting did not interrupt, I think WCW would still be going on. <laughs> that was just, wow. Power games. Mm-hmm. What are you Talking eating, about Mark? I mean, uh, oh, I made these uh, homemade scones the other day. So they're cheese from? and jalapeno scones. Is it, are, are you, uh, are, uh, did you go to England <laughs> for that? Like, did you go for England? Yeah. I, I thought I could, like, have some, like, tea and biscuits for our Hey! <laughs> that's Amazing. what I should add. Biscuits and tea. <laughs> yeah, biscuits and tea. I thought Nothing it's... Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. Tea and... Tea and crumplets. Uh, I'm gonna get in trouble yeah. now. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not I don't want to be making fun of people from England. Okay, but uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, you were speaking of marketing, um, Tommy. So let's move on to the WCW Halloween Havoc commercials. So why do you want to talk about these commercials? I would like to apologize to viewers and Norza Brit if, if this topic sounds quite I made this up, but I just want to reel us back into memory lane, you know, when we're kids. Uh, when I was a kid in Hawaii, I was like, uh, uh, you know, a little skull at eight years old watching these cool Halloween Havoc conversions, 8990. And it just, I just want to talk about it, guys, real quickly, if you two don't mind. I mean, the one with um, the 1990, I sent you guys that yesterday. Uh, if you I would bother- like to preface that I was not born by the whatever time frame that they're talking about. Thank right you now. for making <laughs> thank you for making me and Norm sound old, Brett. We really appreciate it. Thank I wasn't you for alive when they watched old. these. Thank you. We're both Norbs and I are both heading the funeral home after this uh, segment. Thank you, Brett. Thank you for making us feel better. Uh, but ba- basically, if you look at like the one uh, I sent you guys, I don't know if you guys checked the 1990 Halloween Havoc commercial. Uh, it's coming. I remember that part where Ric Flair and Sting in their prime would come out and be like, "It's coming! It's coming! Halloween hat, man! Talk now! That was a great commercial. That was a great commercial they made. The acting 
was not i don't think that was corny in that one like that was actually good uh and then you had the i don't know what was the gargoyle they always had the gargoyle after that the next preceding uh commercials with the gargoyle and that but, but the ones that had the rest were saying it's coming oh man it's amazing i was epic I, I really but overall i really enjoyed the halloween havoc commercials back in the day just remembers when we were like young right north like you know of course uh brett wasn't born at that time but <laughs> like uh it just reminds me when i was young in hawaii and every halloween havoc had come by in hawaii they'd show that commercial i think that was epic and to this day i believe all those halloween havoc commercials are epic uh I, I may have to disagree with you with the older Halloween Havoc commercials. Oh, come pretty, on. Pretty corny. Oh. They, they, uh, you know what? Like, you know, whenever WCW or even the NWA before them advertises their pay-per-views back in the day, I thought it, it's just like lackluster acting <laughs> uh, with all the, you know, special effects. And they, and they, you didn't like the it's coming put thing? in it. Uh, no, that I wasn't really I wasn't really a big fan of the the, the promotion oh, uh, the, the promos for uh, for for Halloween Havoc. But although that they get, they gotten a little bit better uh, as uh, the late '90s rolled along, but uh, I I do think it, it's a uh, it's it's corny that uh, <laughs> the the promo that they did for the '92 um, Halloween Havoc as uh, you know compared to. Uh, all the other ones, uh, I, I thought it was, uh, you know, it wasn't wasn't really the best acting there there is, but you know, at least they tried, right? They're not Hollywood movie. actors. They ge- not, they geared Oscar worthy actors. They geared towards the kids and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they they tried their acting, but uh, you know, not not really the best acting <laughs> out there for sure. I you know I, everyone yeah, has their like, preferences. Better. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I thought it, the first ones were good, guys. Like it's coming. That was actually the last one with the gargoyle and that got that dude walking around in some uh, cloak, and uh, that was kind of corny. The last the last ones and the oh the werewolf. <laughs> we'll talk about that one with the NXT one next. But I mean, uh, I don't want to jump the gun, but like I mean, I like the old ones. It's coming. Like I just reminds me when I was a kid, you know, in my covers, you know. When when we were living the lives of innocence when we were younger, guys, before we hit reality, how <laughs> the real world works in life, it just reminds me of good times. That's why I don't think that's corny. The acting for the Sting and Jake the Snake, yes, that was corny. The fault, but yeah, but yeah. <laughs> so was... back when you were a lot younger, Tommy, I, I, we won't say how old you are, but when no, younger. You... <laughs> What is going on, Brett? Are you just taking <laughs> shots at me and Norm today? No, I'm not taking shots. What is going on here? So sweet well, on the same uh, side. That's what happens uh, when you uh, when you uh, you know uh, mess with a Karushida. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gonna, I guarantee her, uh, Brett was talking to a Karushida. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to a Karushida. That's what happened. It was like, let's just take shots at Tommy in the next episode. I deserve yeah. it. Hey, the Karushida, yeah, amazing. candlestick man. That's com- that's that, that's she, coming. The candlestick. The Karushida, amazing, beautiful, beautiful wrestler, amazing <laughs> skills, and, and I did not. I, once again, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna talk bad about Hikaru Shida anymore. I'll tell you that much. I don't want to get beat up by her candlestick. Let's come on this show. That would be great. I'm actually. Uh, I'm actually gonna email her, and hopefully, her agent will uh, get back. But like, yeah, that's uh, the commercials are amazing. I, I, I love them. Um, so moving on from Hikaru Shida and the commercials, so let's talk about the NXT Halloween Havoc on October 28th, guys. Go, go ahead, Norbs. 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 Uh, well, the um, NXT Halloween Havoc is is coming soon, and uh, they're re- they're reliving the uh, the 1992 uh, format of the uh, spin the wheel make the deal. Uh, you know they're they're bringing back the the wheel again 
for for this uh, for this uh, pay per view, and uh, it's gonna be interesting to see. Uh, you know, because uh, I mean, there's there's still gonna be like those. Uh, you know, uh, classic uh, matches that's going to be on the wheel, maybe a steel cage or like a first blood match or what whatnot. Uh, you know, a Texas death match. Like who knows? Who knows what's going to be in that wheel? Uh, you know, when when the event comes. So it's going to be uh, you know like reliving again uh, 1992's Halloween Havoc with with that uh, with that format. So it's going to be exciting. Uh, you know, they're, they're you know NXT is always. Uh, the my personal favorite uh, brand of WWE because of their cutting edge matches and edge of your seat uh, excitement, uh, and uh, it, this you know th- this event is going to be no different. And with the uh, spin the wheel, make the deal, making a comeback, uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be exciting. Absolutely, what Norv said there it is going to be exciting. Uh, one little thing though. Uh, I, I agree with this whole thing that they're bringing back Halloween Havoc. One thing, why don't they do it with uh, WB wrestlers? That's something I really wish I could ask. Uh, the guy McMahon families know what they're doing. So I'm not going to question it, but I wonder why they did that. Not getting the regular wrestlers to do it, and so they got the NXT. Maybe because the NXT wrestlers seem to be a more viable, exciting brand going on with WB. I'm not sure. I'm just coming, this is coming uh, through my head right now, guys. Why? Um, they would just literally not use the WWE wrestlers to do Halloween Havoc. But w- regardless, it looks like it's going to be good. Four matches seem small, but I guess they want this. It's an experiment. Maybe they're using four matches for now to see if it's a success or not. Uh, I think it will be uh, because it's great that to bring back Halloween Havoc, a smart marketing brand and gimmick is being used here by the McMahon family and WWE. So it's good. But like, I mean, um we'll see how like maybe they're, they're maybe nxt needs a little push because AEW has been beating them in the ratings uh every wednesday night so maybe nxt needs a little push to uh market their wrestlers uh but yeah we'll see a real ripley's part of that action so it's gonna be great to watch uh but hopefully they'll bring to wb because uh you gotta use the, the big boys right like big top like female at wb to push the brand so yeah, that's something that's missing. Uh, maybe they'll do it next year. They'll bring the WB uh, regulars in there. Well, that's all the time that we have for today, guys. So thank you so much for joining on another episode of Tea Time with Tommy. I'm Britt, and then you have Tommy and Norbs as well. So see you next time, guys. Cheers. Cheers.